morning, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Therapy. This is me, Rosemary Burns. Glad to be back. So let me catch you up. It, it, it honestly, it's been a minute since I've been in to record. I think if I'm at being accurate, the last um, episode I did was about um, the psychology of finance um, with my guest, Mark Osorio. Um, I think that's the last episode I recorded. And since that episode, um, you know, life happens. Um, and so I just have had a whole bunch of stuff go on. Um, and so that's why I haven't been able to be in to record. And this is the next episode that I was able to to come in and, and do this. So let me tell you a little bit about what's been going on. Um, because, uh, no, I have not really prepared for this episode, um, but you'll understand why in a second. Um, so what happened was my dad got sick um, and got um, taken into the hospital. Now, he has had um, health issues off and on really for about the past three and a half years, Um and so this time what happened was he caught an infection. He caught MRSA, um, MRSA, and I, know, I just know that that's like a medication, a treatment-resistant staph infection. Most people ha- have heard of that, um, which most likely he contracted um, because he had to be taken to the hospital for a, a different health issue. Okay, so that happened, and then he had to be put on a respirator for um, other health issues, um, cause he had, um, COPD and, um, d- difficulty breathing. Um, and so we had to go up to, um, my hometown where I was, um, brought up and, um, he, he was in the hospital and he was placed on a respirator. And when they put somebody on a respirator, they typically keep them on for, um, 14 days all throughout, um, you know, trying to take them off and see how they respond, if they can start to breathe on their own, etc. Um, so my dad was not. Um, and so I had to go up essentially to take, be there when they took my dad off the respirator and, um, he passed away. Um, and so that's where I've been. Um, of course I wish, it, uh, I wish I could be reporting happier news. Um, but that's, that's where I have been. Um, so this episode is kind of dedicated to my dad. I thought I, I'd do a little, um, just a little tribute to um, just some of the the fun things that, um, you know, that I remember and, you know, having to go and take care of um, f- funeral things and um, in my um we're Christian and brought up Catholic. And so, you know, wake and visitation and, um, funeral mass and all that kind of stuff is what we had to do. Um, so, you know, this, I guess this will kind of become a grief episode, maybe a little bit. Um, you know, we've talked about grief before in previous episodes and how, you know, normal it is. And, um, you know, just just a normal part of life and how it's not linear. It's not like here we do this step, then you go to this step, then you go to this step. No, it's kind of a big circle of mess where you go through this stage and then maybe there's this stage and then you can circle back around to a stage you've already been in before. Um, and so I don't know. Um, I'm not feeling terribly sad, which is a little weird Um, in my family, we were always brought up to celebrate life and, you know, the passing of somebody is, you know, we believe in heaven. 
and we believe, of course, if you're, you believe in, in Jesus, because we're Christian, that you'll go to heaven. So I, I actually was able to see my dad receive, um, um, in my, in my um, faith, it's called a sacrament, and it's uh, anointing of the sick and last rites. I don't know, uh, you know, if you've heard of that, great. If not, you can go and look it up. Um, and so I was a- actually able to see a priest um, do that for my dad, and that was actually really wonderful. Um, and so that was great. Um, and then just going on with, you know, the normal process of things, I guess. So, so there was a lot of happiness actually, you know, celebrating his life, celebrating that he has, you know, eternal life up in heaven, um, that he, he had, um, I have an uncle, my dad's brother, he has already passed away a number of years ago. So, um, and then my dad's, my my grandparents, my dad's mom and dad, they also have passed away a number of years ago. Um, and so just knowing that, um, he's up in heaven with them, um, that they are there, that they are there to welcome him, of course, brings peace. Um, my mom and my mom and dad had been married almost 55 years. It would have been 55 years, July 2nd of this year. Um, and so they had a very long, happily married life together. Um, and she actually seemed to be doing pretty, you know, pretty well too. It's kind of interesting. You would think that she, yes, she cried. Um, but she wasn't, you know, um, in hysterics or, you know, sobbing or anything like that. And it was very, very actually comforting to see her like that. And, and it comes back again to she just believes that he's at peace and, and with his family in heaven. And I guess when you're the, you know, the, the mom of the family, um, I guess that also brought me peace and my, my brother's peace. I have two older brothers, um, and they were all there too. Um, and so, so sad, yes. Um, a little bit weird and surreal, um, so I, you guys know that I, um, I live down in Arkansas and so my family is up in Pennsylvania. And, um, so coming back to my parents' house for the funeral and, and the wake and visitation, um, is, is interesting because of course you see family friends that I haven't seen in years. Um, the last time we were home, uh, to Pennsylvania was, I think three or maybe even going on four years ago, um, we had planned to actually go up and visit last year, but we couldn't because of COVID. Um, And so then, you know, we actually were planning on going up for Thanksgiving this year. Um, And, well, we might still go to visit my mom and stuff, but, um, you know, we had to, we, we went up sooner, of course, because of what happened with my dad. Um, but it's it was really kind of weird because I would see neighbors that, of course, I grew up with. I mean, my parents lived in the same house my entire life. Um, so for like 43 years, they lived in this house. And we've had pretty much the same neighbors um, until I was, I will say, more recently. Um, so some of, uh, you know, some of uh, people, friends and, and family or friends, not, I guess not really family, (laughs) um, but friends, neighbors that I've known since I was itty bitty, probably could, you know, barely walk, um, 
were there. And so it's weird because it was hap- I was happy to see them. I was like, you know, it was great to visit with them. I was smiling and, you know, all kind of excited to see them, which was weird because you would think, oh, well, I should be sad and crying. And uh, I wasn't, though. So that was a little bit that was a little bit weird for me. I, I kind of took a step back and I was like, hmm. I don't know. Was, was that appropriate? I'm not sure. I actually saw um, my my brother's best friend growing up, who also happened to be how I met my husband, um, because they actually used to live together when they worked together, um, but actually hadn't seen him, wow, again, in, in a number of years, long number of years. Um, and he's not like really on Facebook or anything like that. Um, so it was kind of, again, very great to see him. Glad he's doing well. Um, he brought his son with him who I think the last time I saw his son, he was, you know, baby, baby, like swaddling, like you have to, you know, carry it, you know, just teeny weeny. And so to see who, who is now what I think he says 15, I think he's, he, he said he was 15, um, was just again, like, wow. Oh my goodness. So I have all those thoughts and feelings of like, wow, it's great to see these people. And, um, but then at the same time, you know, sad because we lost my dad. Um, so we have that going for us. Um, let's see, what else did I want to say about all that? A very interesting thing was, um, of course, my mom was working on, um, the obituary and we kind of were reading it over and, um, she, you know, she had put in a lot about my dad's, um, like professional career, which, um, he, my dad was a veteran. He served between, uh, the Korean war and the Vietnam war. So he served in peacetime and he, his rank was called medical specialist. Now I never heard of that. Um, and this, this is just my own ignorance. Um, because I thought, you know, I think like private corporal, uh, captain, sergeant, I'm sorry, sergeant, captain, you know, all the way up. Um, but I've never heard like, oh, medical specialist is a rank. So I guess t- what I was told is that in modern day era, that would be considered either like a nurse practitioner or a physician's assistant, um, something along those lines, which didn't exist back then. Um, you know, that this is... Pff, what, the 50s, I guess, is when he served. Um, Yeah, so those kind of titles, so to speak, didn't exist. Um, But that's essentially what he would have been until his more modern job where he he became an insurance salesman. Um, And so my mom was putting like things like that in, in the obituary, which, you know, fine, um, you know, along with the normal, um, you know, who he was preceded in death by and who are his remaining, um, relatives that are still alive. Of course that's in there. And I, and I sat down and, you know, of course you reminisce with, with, well, I did, I reminisce with my brothers and, um, we kind of talked about, you know, this is not, this is not what my dad would really would have wanted as an obituary. It was a beautiful obituary. I'm not, I'm not trying to poo-poo on it. I'm certainly, you know, that, that's formal. It was a very formal obituary. And in, in our experience, well, my dad was not like that at all. My dad would, my dad would like, if we were being um, true to life, 
we would have said things like, okay, so um, my dad um, loved, he loved the outdoors. He was a hunter. He loved to play golf. He loved sports. Um, and so um, he, he always said he wanted to be buried in a pine box um, because he always was like, no, nah, I don't want you spending lots of money on, you know, on a funeral. Um, he's like, nope, just put me in a pine box and just, you know, bury me. And we always thought that was funny. Um, because he was like, why? He's like, I'm, I'm gone. I'm in heaven. There's no need. Like, why spend lots of money? Just throw me in the ground. And we, it was always a a family joke, which by the way, if you want to know, like funerals are expensive. They're necessary. I get, but just keep that in mind down the road. That's just a little tidbit. I was kind of stunned at how expensive they, they can get, even when you're trying to be more minimalist. Um, anyway, we didn't bury him in a pine box. Um, and he decided he wanted to be cremated. Um, so, um, you know, we do a viewing and then in, you know, the normal, um, coffin and it was not pine. It was oak. Um, and it's actually, it's interesting. I never heard this. It's actually like a rental, a rental coffin because he was getting cremated. So we got as close as we could to the pine box. But in any case, he wanted to be buried in a, in a pine box. Um, and, you know, as my mom was saying, oh, all of his career stuff in the obituary, we wanted to say, my brothers and I wanted to say, well, he was the most underpaid and unrecognized um, coach for any given professional sports team um, and maybe college too because one of the things my dad used to love to do was really was watch sports and he would coach players and coach coaches um, and think that he actually you know that he of course he knew the correct thing the correct play all of that kind of stuff and I mean it was just it's fun because we remember just laughing at him because he, he was very animated, if you can imagine. I mean, literally jumping up and down in front of the TV, um, just yelling and screaming at, at the teams. It, you know, it was just hilarious. So we're like, yeah, he would want that in, in an obituary. He would want that he, lo- he would love to, you know, drive around in his golf cart and go and, and hit balls and stuff like that. Um, and that, you know... Up, really, up until he was too sick to be able to do that, would go and, and um, you know, just kind of chip sh- chip shots in our backyard um, with the golf club. Um, so he would like that kind of stuff. Um, he would he would have liked to, to have on there that, you know, he, um, he was very involved, which I think they put, they actually did put in the obituary, he was very involved with an organization called the Knights of Columbus, um, you know, um, that's through our church. Um, and, and we did put that one in, but just, just the funny memories, um, which is what my brothers and I would have loved to, to put in, in an obituary. And I actually said it would be really fun to kind of write up our own, like for the kids, our own version of the obituary. Um, so I remember one of the best memories, uh, one of the one of the most fond memories I have of my dad, <laughs> is when I was really little, um, like I mean I had five, four or five, maybe six, probably by seven and eight I may have been too big, but maybe not. I don't know. My dad used to love to to cut the grass. Well, maybe he didn't love 
to, to mow the lawn, but he had to, of course. Um, and we had a riding lawnmower. Well, back then, um, you know, there wasn't as many safety procedures or, or policies or whatever. And so he used to let me ride on the back, like sit behind him on the seat of the riding lawnmower. And I would just ride while he was mowing the lawn. And I just loved it. It was just, just great. Like, brings me joy thinking about it. I would just sit on there and ride and I would actually sing to myself. Um, I made up a song um, and that's what I would do. I would just sit on there and and just ride with them until he was done. And I'll never forget that because it was just, it was just wonderful. Um, And so, you know, nowadays, of course, he'd be (laughs) cited for like child endangerment or something like that because, oh, I didn't have ear protection. And of course, there's no, you know, seat belts or child seats and you're not supposed to ride with your kid on a lawnmower. (laughs) But um, we totally did that and it was great. Um, So um, that was one of my one of my most fond memories. Um, And then, you know, he I will say he. I played basketball pretty much my entire life since I was like five years old. I played basketball. Um, he was never my coach, um, but you know, of course, he coached from the stands, and so never, never missed a game. Um, there, there's only so in in the area of Pennsylvania that I live. Of course, we had home games, away games, and there's one, um, there's one team that we played against in a in a town called Tuncanic. And I, don't, I couldn't even tell you where it is now. I just know that it was, like, the furthest to travel away. And that's really the only game uh, that he would miss is if we were away playing Tunkanic. And uh, that's understandable. Totally understand that. Um, he also – I used to run cross-country. He also came to my cross-country meets um, – and I and I actually said to him like, you don't have to come to these. I mean, they're boring. You just sit there and you don't even get to see me really run until like you see the the um, if you're at the finish line start start line finish line you see me you know start and you see me finish. That's boring. And so I, I let him go on that one. But he would have been there if if you know I didn't say that to him. He would because he was very supportive of his kids. Um, and, and our activities that we were involved in. Um, I told you he was an a- avid golfer. He tried to teach me how to play golf. Um, he taught me how to swing a club and how to putt. And, and I will say, in my own opinion, <laughs> um, that I do pretty well. I, I can hit the ball. I can, you know, get some loft and stuff like that um, at a driving range. But then when once he actually took me to a course and, and we were going to play golf, um, Oh no, I don't know what, I have no idea why, but I cannot hit the ball. And it was so frustrating for me. Like I would try, I would try and swing and I would miss. Um, I, my dad said, You're, you got to keep your head down. I think it was the mental block of like not wanting to maybe like take a slice out of the, you know, wonderfully manicured fairway, tee box, whatever. Um, it was so frustrating though. And so I really only went golfing with my dad once. Um, that was my oldest brother and my dad's thing. They, they love to play golf together. Um, and so, you know, we all have our, we all have our specific little memories that have fondness. And I really, you know, I, I think that helps get through, you know, or get me through the week, um, 
like I said, I don't really feel sad. I don't know if it'll hit me all of a sudden or whatever. I'll keep you posted on that because that's what I said. Grief is kind of interesting. Um, maybe something along the line will trigger a memory or whatever and, and make me sad. Um, maybe I'll be working with someone who um, also or recently lost a, a loved one. Who knows? Um, but, you know, it, it, things are still, they're, they're going okay. A little worried about my mom who, who you know, um, won't actually won't have him there to take care of anymore, which is kind of interesting. She has lots of other like extended family and stuff around her though, which is really good and also has really good neighbors and stuff. So that's really good too. Um, but yeah, so that's, that is what's been going on. Um, it's good to kind of talk about that and, and, and share those stories. Um, which are really, really, you know, they're just good and they're heartwarming. Um, yeah. Um, I, I will say, you know, it's easy to, I don't know if it's easy to have regrets. It, we lived so far away. I, I guess the one thing is I, I kind of wish we lived a little closer so I would get to see them more often. Yes, there's video conferencing and um, Zoom, which, you know, they didn't really know how to use, but, um, and just more recently they figured out how to use FaceTime. Um, but for years that we've been down in Arkansas, they didn't know how to do all that. So we really just talked a lot on the phone. Um, and so kind of hate that, but that is is life. What, you know, what can you do? (laughs) What can you do? I heard that so many times, um, from so many different people who came to pay their respects, it must be um, a colloquialism to northeastern Pennsylvania. Like, everybody, well, what can you do? Um, I picked up on that. That's kind of very interesting. Um, the other thing that's funny is that, I guess, is not really related, but the accent sounded so thick. Like, the northeastern Pennsylvania accent sounded so thick. Um, and nobody actually really said that. They, they said that I sounded like I had a southern accent. Sometimes my aunts um, have said things like that, but nobody really said that this time, um, which, again, is, is kind of fun. So there you go. That's, that's kind of a little tribute to my dad. Um, he was a good man. He was a good dad. Um, you know, d- he was not perfect. No parent is perfect. Um, but he, he tried really hard, and he was definitely good enough. Um, you know, stubborn. <laughs> and outspoken, um, and I think I honestly get some of that from him. Um, we definitely didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things, in, in like politics and things like that, and so we didn't really talk a whole lot about that because it would, it would usually, um, like, not turn into a good conversation. So we kind of stayed clear of, of those kind of topics. But um, my dad was fun. He, he's one of the, one of those people that, you know, if you wanted to go out and it was late, of course you're age appropriate still. Um, you know, I was probably still, I was an adult. Yes, I was. I was definitely in college and he'd be like, well, if something happens, then don't call me or whatever. And we'd be like, dad, you don't, you don't need to worry. Like it's, you know, I'm going to my friend's house. We're not going anywhere. I'm just going to my friend's house and I'll be home. Well, of course, if something should happen, you definitely call him because he definitely would be there. He wouldn't gripe or anything like that. He just, he would, he would be there for you. And so that's other things that I definitely remember. So 
Thank you so much for, I don't know if humoring is the right word, kind of, um, but thank you so much, listeners, for, for letting me give a little tribute to my dad, um, given circumstances that just happened, um, and how to make this about therapy, you know, because let's talk therapy. I've kind of been over that before in previous episodes about grief and loss. It, it, yes, definitely normal, um, definitely okay to feel however you feel about the situation, which I kind of talked about my own, my own feelings and thoughts. Um, and just know that that's normal and it's okay. Um, however, however it was, it kind of makes you think, and it may sound a little morbid, but like when I die, what would I want to, to happen? And I, in my head, I want, I def I would want a celebration. I don't want people sitting around all quiet and, you know, just kind of sitting there, like put on some music and, and have a celebration. That's what I would like. I remember one commercial. Um, oh, I can't, I'm trying to remember what the commercial is for. I really don't remember. I just know that in the commercial, it shows like a young kid driving and um, he's listening to Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. I love Queen, great band. Um, so he's listening to that, and it's, like, cranked up. And then they show on the other side, of, like, of the car in the passenger seat an, um, an old guy, and he has, like, this horrible scowl, like, like what are you doing, kid? And um, they pan out, and, like, this kid is rocking out, like, you know, rocking out to this song. And, like, very disapproving look um, from the old guy. And they pan out, and what you see is that it's a funeral procession, and this is the kid who's driving the hearse. And I think that is hilarious I love it and I said you know when I go I want to have something like that I really do um it may not have to necessarily be another one bites the dust but I just think it's great like humor I think it's you know I can't speak for what my family would think if I did that but you know if I got to make that be my my you know my dying wish a part of you know my plans for myself when I die how fun like how fun and it yeah I just love it um so as I said thank you all for listening and um you know kind of humoring me as I as I pay tribute to my dad on this episode um you know like I said life happens and and if you couldn't tell by now when things pop up like that um kind of unexpected things that that's what I end up focusing my podcast episodes on and and it's good so um that's it for this time. Um, I guess hopefully in two weeks I'll be back in recording. I mean, hopefully it won't be another month. I, I kind of look back at the last time that I was in here. I was like, wow, has it really been that long? It, it definitely feels like it. And, and I hate not being, but you know, you have to take care of business too. Um, so thank you all for listening and I will see you or talk to you <laughs> next time. <laughs>